The world is in a major state of upheaval and change, changes that many did not see coming. Since the end of World War II, major world powers have not truly cl uh, clashed apart from cold wars and proxy wars. With so many years passed since World War II and the collapse of the Soviet Union, many have been lulled into thinking that the days of empire building are over. Certainly the West has lost its appetite for conflict, and many did not see this coming. It was in a debate leading up to the 2012 U.S. presidential election that Barack Obama mocked at, Rip not, uh, at Mitt Romney for saying that Russia was the biggest threat to world peace. How foolish that sounds now. Welcome to another edition of the Bible in the News. This is John Billington with you this week. Those studying the Bible, however, would have known that the time of conflict is far from over. The last few editions of the Bible in the News have drawn attention to the writings of John Thomas back in the 1800s, who looked for Russia to once again build up its empire. Even after the collapse of the Soviet Union, when Soviet aggression seemed to be a thing of the past, and countries were happy at the thought of cutting defense budgets, the writer Graham Pierce in Milestones in 1992, uh, Milestones 1992, written in 1993, wrote the following, The speed with which we have witnessed the dismantling of Europe and the economic links between uh, being forged between Germany and Russia have tended to make us impatient as we have witnessed the slow, ponderous steps of uncertainty in 1992. Out of this human chaos, God will prod the Russian bear to reassert its role of guardianship over its allies and confederacies. We await with renewed interest of these skillful and divine manipulations. The events that we see in the world have certainly been expected by some based on their reading of Scripture. And while much of the world wants peace, true peace will not come until the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. Before the return of the Lord Jesus, however, things will get worse before they get better. Today, Russia is doing a great job of keeping the world guessing at what its next move will be. It seems certain, however, that there will be a next move. It may not come today or next week, but it will come. The prophecy of Joel in chapter 3 calls for the nations of the world to get themselves ready for war prior to Christ's return. The following is from verse 9 uh, down through 16. Proclaim ye this among the Gentiles. Prepare war. Wake up the mighty men. Let all the men of war draw near. Let them come up. Beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weak say, I am strong. Assemble yourselves and come down, all ye heathen, and gather yourselves together round about. Thither cause, cause thy mighty ones to come down, O Lord. Let the heathen be wakened. And come up to the valley of Jehoshaphat, for there will I sit to judge all the heathen round about. Put ye in the sickle, for the harvest is ripe. Come, get you down, for the press is full, the fats overflow, for their wickedness is great. Multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision, for the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. The sun and the moon shall be darkened, and the stars shall withdraw their shining. And the Lord also shall roar out of Zion, and utter his voice from Jerusalem, and the heavens and the earth shall shake, but the Lord will be the hope of his people and the strength of the children of Israel. It is amazing how fast the priorities of nations can change. It was only last year where the biggest threat to world peace seemed to be greenhouse gases, 
seem to be uh, greenhouse gases. Russia has quickly changed that. Now oil and gas and wells and pipelines will be state priorities. In fact, the British Prime Minister, David Cameron, recently said fracking, which is a form of getting oil that has been extremely unpopular by many of, uh, of those that feel uh, green toward our planet, uh, he said fracking will be good for our country at a recent nuclear security summit in The Hague, according to The Guardian. It is clear that the world will turn to building armaments. They are readying themselves. It is clear that as the world will turn to building armaments, they are readying themselves for the judgments from the Almighty. The question I ask myself, and something we should all be asking ourselves, is are we ready for God's judgments? One reason God gives us uh, prophecies is so that we may be ready. And the Apostle Paul wrote to the Thessalonians, but ye, brethren, are not in darkness that the, day of, that the day should overtake you as a thief. Christ's coming will be a surprise to the world, but it should not be a surprise to those reading the prophecies. At the time of the Passover in uh, the Exodus, the children of Israel had to eat the meal with their coat and their shoes and their staff, uh, their coat and shoes and staff on, and the staff in their hand. They had to be ready for the call to leave. The following words are written by Graham Pierce in 1982, and I think they are very fitting as we contemplate our actions in these final days. He writes, How shall we deliver ourselves from the rushing tide of the nations going headlong to destruction? Draw ourselves with our children round the word of God and make its lessons live. Teach them what to look for in the significance of the times in which our lives are cast. Let us be about our ecclesial affairs building faith and love in all the members of our meetings and boldly exhorting against the brash and profane manners of the rising generation. We must not conform. We must resist every step which seeks under all plausible human wisdom to change the standards of our behavior and decorum. The ways thereof are the ways of death. And since in the blessings of our Heavenly Father we have the message of the times, let us pursue a vigorous proclamation of a true gospel and be prepared personally to give an answer of the hope that is within us with meekness and fear. And he then quotes from a psalm, um, and I believe it was Psalm 100 and... I'll get it for you right now. It is Psalm 37, uh, verse 7 to 11. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked, uh, wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil, for evildoers shall be cut off. But those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, and the wicked shall not be, yea, Thou shalt diligently consider his place, and it shall not be. But the meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. Before we finish our program this week, and in light of recent events in the Ukraine, we would like to invite you to join us for a special live presentation entitled, Russia's Bid for the Conquest of Europe, Foretold in the Bible. The presentation will be given by Mr. Paul Billington, the editor of the Bible magazine, and who you often hear on the Bible in the News. The presentation will be on April 3rd 
at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Uh, I think it's actually just Eastern Daylight Time. And will be broadcast live via the Internet on the following link. And uh, please refer to the printed edition for the link uh, so that you can get that. Of course, if you're in southern Ontario in Canada, you can join us at 442 Dunstan Street, Brantford, Ontario, N3P 2B1. We appreciate you joining us this week and come back next week for another edition of the Bible in the News on BibleInTheNews.com. <laughs>